Agalon, man, appreciate the time coming on yeah, the show. Kumite TV, first time, man. Uh, took us a little <laughs> bit, but we yeah, got bro, it I'm done. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's, you know, I, I know how it is during uh, the camp fight and fight yeah. week, but at least we got this one. You know, it's all good. Yeah. Many more to come in the future. You're still young. You're still uh, growing in the game, and uh, it's good to have you on, man. Good to be in your show, bro. <laughs> now, the first thing, you know, the big news that's coming out this week is Ben Askren. He retired, man. When you heard that, what, what did you think? Man, I think it's good, you know. At the end of the day, we are all uh, just prize fighters, and we have to move on from the game and find better things to do with our life. And for somebody like Ben who have kids and family, I think he's looking out for that as well. And I don't want to see. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to go out in a much more worse way than this. So I think he made the right decision for himself. Is there a little piece of you that wanted him to continue fighting so you could get the rematch? Because I feel like uh, you faced uh, him in his prime, and you were still a growing fighter at that time. You know, you were still very yeah. young. Um, I will say this, like, one thing is for sure, all my losses, sometimes I cannot think of it as a redemption to get back to them, you know, because I got to move forward and you never know, I'll never get back to them sometimes. And the fight games work, works very differently. You know, one time you think you got this guy and then another time you don't have that guy anymore, you know. So you got to look forward to fighting someone else every, every time and being at your best. That's it. That Askren fight was your first fight, uh, first loss of your career. You know, yeah. How how much did it change you as a as a fighter? Uh, well, back then when when I lost, it didn't change me much. I think I was still young and a little bit stupid. You know, and I don't get me wrong, I'm still a bit young and stupid, but much more wiser, I guess, from compared to last time. Uh, yeah, that's about it, I guess. When you changed me a little bit, not much. <laughs> Uh, you started your pro career with one championship and yep. in 2015. Now it's 2018 or 2019 is about to close, you know, in a couple, in, in about a month or so. Um, yep. What do you think about the ride you've been on so far? Because you're still very young and you started so young with the promotion and how it's grown in the time you've been with them. Well, I think the promotion has grown uh, leaps and bounds, you know, and uh, it's good for the promotion because uh, from from the business side of view, they have to be making money, you know, they should not be at the same scale as they were. And for me, it's different. <laughs> I have to catch up with them. If not, it's going to be hard for me, you know. Uh, like you can see, I am having a hard time in my division. I'm either fighting the top guys or I'm not fighting anybody who is not even close to the rankings. So this is something that I, I'm still figuring out. But for promotion-wise, I think it's good, you know. Yeah, well, you've been fighting the best guys for I don't even know how many years now. You've never had an easy fight, yeah. you know. All the guys you faced are either title contenders or champions or big names in the promotion. Sure. Do, do you sometimes feel like, oh, man, how come they don't give me like a, you know, a, a guy I could build off of a little bit instead of just giving you these big, big <coughs> fights all the time. Well, uh, uh, it's, how do I say? They gave me that opportunity. When I first started, I was fighting guys who are similar records as me, eh, but not similar skills as me, you know? And then when I beat 
Jeff Huang for the first time, and then I called out Ben Askren. And when I fought Ben Askren, I know this is not going to be easy after this. Because once you fight Ben, and then there's no way for you to come back down and fight somewhere else. And um, I, I'm not hoping for an easy guy anymore. But I'm definitely hoping to fight somebody who is, like, not there, you know. Like, if you look at uh, what I'm doing right now, I'm just fighting champions, ex-UFC vets, and all these guys. Instead, I should be fighting, like, guys who came off a loss in my division. For example, like Tyler or someone, like, who's not even close to top five. You know what I mean? Let's go back to the... Uh the sexy Yama fight, you know, I think a lot of people were underestimating you in that one. You know, a lot of people felt yeah. like sexy Yama was, was, you know, he's a big name. He's going to come in and, and, uh, in many ways dominate you cause you're a younger guy, you know, and you went in there yeah. and you, you took it to sexy Yama, man. He, he took a beating. Um, talk about that fight, man. Talk about, you know, stepping in the cage was like, he's a, he's a legend, you know, of the sport. Well, uh, going into the fight, uh, I wasn't, I'm not going to lie, I'm never confident, you know, I'm coming off two losses against, it doesn't matter who I lost to, it's still a loss and I'm still, I'm still a loser, you know, it doesn't matter if I lose to a champion or ex-champion, it's the same, when you lose, you lose and you don't feel good about going into the next bout and when I went through Akiyama, I was like, oh, this is it, I got to push the pace, if I go three losses in a row, that's it. I don't know where I'm going to stand. You know, I'm going to end up fighting the lower guys again. You know, I got to show what I'm capable of. And I just went in there, dig deep, and fought, bro. That's it. <laughs> when you look at the 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 cage versus the the ring, what do you I, prefer? I I don't have uh, any preference. I would say that. Because I think it's pretty much the same. At the end of the day, it's four ounce gloves, two guys going at it. No one else is going to come inside and help you in the ring or in the cage. Uh, but although I have a little bit of phobia because I lost many times in the cage. You know what I mean? Yeah. And in the ring, I never lost. So I might feel a little bit confident when I'm going into it. When you started training in the beginning, I'm pretty yeah. sure you were going the old school way. You know, just toughing yeah. it out getting yeah. into training just training hard you know have you evolved in your training strategies have you added more things throughout the years that helps you to kind of not get beat up as much during training camp and uh maybe help you mentally well like my uh, if i look at the way i started training right I, at a very young age i started training very hard and then at a very young age, I went to America, be sparring partners for so many people that I don't know. And I, I got my ass like, kicked by so many people outside. And now I'm still figuring out where I stand, you know, at the end of the day. And uh, from, from what I can say is definitely I have taken a lot of injuries. Is, and uh, definitely I'm still learning from it. I haven't got to a point where like, oh, this is it. This is how I'm going to do it from now on. I'm still figuring out ways, you know. The reason I'm still in Monarchy is because I have my coaches here and they are guiding me through things. And um, we have good guys here to help each other as well. But definitely I have to step up my game and eventually find a better gym where, not to say better gym, a better team, like a pro team instead of just training in Monarchy. Yeah, Monarchy is a great place, man. Uh, you have a great team. You have great coaches there. Um, yeah. Outside of that, have you added anything else into your uh, training camp 
around Definitely. you know Malaysia yeah like I, I I used to lift weights but like there was never a structure or like conditioning or like uh, what we do on this days on that days now we have a much more better structure of how we train weightlifting how we condition ourselves to constantly keep ourselves at an athlete level instead of just being a fighter you know it's crazy to think that you're only 24 years old. I, you know, it blows my mind a little bit because I've been watching you fight for so long. It almost seemed like you should be 34 years old. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, how do I say? It, it, it is something that is my fault as well. Sometimes I never learn how to say no. And um, if I think carefully, I've been at, at least fighting three or four times a year. And it's not been very helpful recently. You know, I, I've been taking a lot of damage and I just went through a surgery last year and I came back this year and still fought three times. So I think I have to take it slow after this fight, probably. Uh, getting a little bit more structure around you, like you said, and, and yeah. kind of planning things out a little bit better. Uh, 2020 should be a little bit different for yourself, but you do have this fight coming up on December 6th in, uh, yeah. in your hometown. Fighting in your hometown is... You know, I'm pretty sure you fought there. How many times now many times. is it now? All my fights are there. Pretty much only four fights. I have 14 fights and only four fights has been outside. The rest of the fights were all in Malaysia. Uh, and I've lost two times in my home territory and two times outside. One was does Ben it, and another one was Yushin. Does it feel any different for you to be fighting... At home or outside in another country, does it is it all the same? Uh, when it comes to the fighting part, yeah, it's all the same. But uh, before the fighting part, I probably think no because I have a lot of obligations when I fight in Malaysia. Like I have to do the media promotion and everything. But when I'm fighting in uh, Japan or Shanghai, the promotion we do like some promotion here, but. When, when we go to fight week, there's nothing else for me to do. You know, There's nothing else I have to do. I just chill and watch the other guys and make weight and fight. Yeah, that's... Uh, you know, making that weight. You know, I've talked to a lot of guys, talk about the hydration test and st things like that. Does, this, does that still kind of get you a little bit? Are you, by now, are you used to it or... I have been using the weight system since I was three and since my third fight in one... And now this is going to be my like 14th fight in one. So I think it's not a big deal anymore. I, I found ways to make it much more easier on my body. And uh, since now I have a little bit more structure, I don't lose that much weight anymore. So it's much more easier for me. Do people come up to you and ask you for advice on how to, you know, make the, make the hydration test, yeah. make the weight? You know, properly. You know, what I mean, I'm not talking about cheating or anything like that. But I'm saying, like, uh, you know, some 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 uh, tips. You gotta. Get, I'm pretty sure, you, like you said, you've been doing it for so long. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. There is so many ways to make weights. It's not cheating as long as you're not cutting 10 to 20 kilos in a day. You know, 20 kilos is not possible. 10 kilos, you know. But it's not cheating as long as you're hydrated and you just cut like one day before like one kilo and you're still hydrated and then it's still healthy and you're still making the weight and i still ask many people how they do it and then 
uh, some people ask me and I also explain to them how I do it too. All right, the guy that you're going to face is Karaki. He's a Desert yeah. Force double champ. champ. He's a former title challenger. You know, he fought Ong Law in his last fight last year. Um, talk about him and, you know, what kind of challenges he poses for you. Uh, well, okay, let's, let's, let's say some things about him. He's naturally a grappler very good grappler but aggressive strong and um, like you said double champ in desert force he was the phoenix champ as well phoenix light heavyweight or middleweight if i'm not mistaken yeah yeah he has definitely uh, been in a higher scale compared to me i am nowhere close to what he has done but and uh, I'm looking forward to just perform my best against him. That's it, nothing else. He's something. He's not someone you can easily be fighting. You know, he fought his first fight with Angla. Come on, there's no easy fight for nobody. That's for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Now he is. I believe he is coming off his first professional loss. loss. Yeah. And uh, you know, you've you've lost before. Um, and he's a uh, he's an older guy. I don't think he's too young, is he? No, it's probably like 28. Yeah, 28. I saw it's like 28, 29. Yeah, so he's had, you know, some time in the game. Now, you know the you know the mental struggles of losing and, and overcoming those things. You know, do you think getting knocked out in your first fight in the promotion, you know, losing, you know, in a title fight and taking so much time off, he's taken 10 months off, do you think that all plays a factor in someone's mind as they go into a fight? I don't know how he's taking his loss, you know, because different people have different ways of handling their own problems. But for me, it was always from the start to get back in there and do what I'm supposed to do because this is how I live and this is what I do for a living. Nothing. Like, how do I say? Pretty much if I don't fight, I have nothing else to do, you know. I work in the gym or I fight. That's it. Uh, I'm not sure what he does, you know, I'm not sure how is he, how is he taking his loss. Maybe he doesn't even feel a loss, you know, and uh, for me, I, I'm just looking forward for him to come much more hungrier at me. So that way we'll bring it and put on a good show for everyone. Definitely. He is also dropping down a weight class for this one, which I'm, I'm very interested to see if he does make weight, you know, if he does get past the hydration test in this one coming up because not many guys usually drop down in one championship it doesn't really happen quite you know often it's true but uh he's he, uh, uh like how do i say he, he fought a middleweight before mm -hmm. if he can cut to 83.9 not sure how he used to do it but if he can make 83.9 hydrated he should be good and find the role and if he can't make it, and then eventually we got to see what one has in store for me. It's either like a catchweight bout or something. I'm ready to go. I don't mind. Just don't come 10 kilos over. I'll be fine with that. If you come like 90 or 80 kilos, like 95 kilos, I'm not going to accept it. But if you come 86, 87, I'm cool with that. I can still fight at that weight, you know. I walk around 89, 80, 88. So when I fight, it's like, don't get me wrong. I used to cut from 97 to 83. But now I walk around lighter. I just used to be fat. I don't know how he is, though. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of people wonder, 
like what happens actually if someone doesn't pass a hydration test and 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 people speculated that yeah they do usually just do a catch weight fight and it seems like that's what they do if the other if the opponent agrees then that's what happens yeah uh, usually if the person you're fighting agrees with having a catch weight bout and then it should be all fine you know and uh, I, I think I'll be fine with it if they want to catch weight. But I'm ready to make weight like usual. Mm-hmm. And uh, another thing is like they, some people like really want you to make weight. So they will like force it on you and like and make you make weight on the fight day. You know, one has this thing that where you make weight in the morning and you fight in the evening. Yeah. And so you got to force it. And <laughs> it's harder on your body when you do that though because – now one is actually trying to make you stay hydrated and make you lose weight. So what you're going to do is like pretty much chug a lot of water and hold on to your pee and mm. cut all the weight, which is much more stressful on your body, you know. Mm. So I'm not like that, I think. As soon as he fails once now, I'll just tell him no problem. We can make it a catch weight if you want it. You know? I'll be yeah, good with a, that. A true, true, uh, true fighter, you know. You gotta, you, yeah. You, you, you did a training camp. You went through everything, man. You got you to gotta get in, step in there and, and compete. Yeah, for sure. Um, what is the plan, you know, for you right now, you know, it's going to be your last fight of the year. You got 2020 coming up. You got a new champ in the division. You've already yeah. faced him. And, uh, I'm pretty sure all you're going to work yourself up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I fought pretty much all the champs already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like every, so you need to work yourself back up so you could get these rematches, right? Like, especially, uh, maybe, a, a Kadistan, uh, rematch, yeah. right? Kardashian fight was close, so I had yeah. a, some people say it was good, but I still feel like the second round he, he got me good, mm-hmm. you know, but I think it would be good if I fight Kardashian again, because I'm interested in fighting him, and, and I also like to fight Tyler, Tyler is a good fight, too. Yeah, I wonder what happened to Tyler, because he hasn't fought since. he got injured, injured, okay. and then now he's probably coming back, you know. Okay, well, I think either of these those fights would be a good fight for your first yeah, one definitely. in 2020 right mm, yeah but i'm not gonna rush the process again yeah. you know i've been rushing it this year mm. and um just looking forward to taking it slow next year a little bit start maybe like in mid of year or like maybe at april do you want to take some time off and kind of let your body heal a little bit more and and definitely. develop your skill set and maybe work with some uh, different coaches or travel yes. or anything like that I'm actually looking to like take some time off first and then recover and then go and work, find proper gyms to train first, like where I can go in and I know oh, this place can be like how Martin Julian went to Hard Knocks, you know, I was thinking about that as well. Oh, so you've been kind of like peeping out some places where yeah. you can kind of go visit for a couple yeah. days or a couple weeks or something like that? No, maybe like do a whole camp there oh. instead of like just staying in Malaysia all this time. Because, like, it, you can see every guy who's in the highest level have, like, a proper training camp. You know what I mean? And in Malaysia, I have a training camp, but not not to say it's not proper, but it's like we train according to what we have. We work with what we have. It's it's better if you have more things to work with. Yeah, It's not nice if you only have to work with one thing. Yeah. You know? Like, if I have... Two pens, I only can use two pens. But if I have ten pens, yeah. I can use one pen every day. Yeah. And I will never run out of ink. 
and I don't have yeah. changing for like at least a whole year. You know what I mean? Yeah. So right, if yeah. I go to a gym bigger, better, and they have much more influence, you know, it's always good to stay here when you don't have camp. You can work the things that you're supposed to work in. And when you have a camp, it's always good to go somewhere where they can give you the intensity, the work that you really need, you know. So you make sure you did everything you're supposed to do during camp. Are you looking at Hard Knocks? Are you looking at American Top Team? Or? Actually, I spoke to Hard Knocks a couple of oh. times. Oh. And they, they uh, like Angla told me, like, hey, speak to us. Speak to us. And I think after this fight, I should probably speak to them. Yeah. If, if Regardless of what the outcome is for my fight i think i definitely have to speak because i'm fighting these high high guys and i'm not getting the right outcome so i think it's time to get a proper proper talk and get in the work yeah but at the same time the risk of going to a bigger gym is always going to be higher of you getting injured because when i started my career i went to america and i started training like in team quest and stuff i was getting injured <laughs> uh but it's good though, in a way you get injured and you, you toughen up as well, you know, it's not like uh, you get injured and then people start complaining, you know, it's not like that, when you go to a bigger gym, people know what's professionalism, you know, people will show up on time, regardless if you're injured or not, they're going to help you, make sure you get in the work, you know what I mean? Yeah, it seems like so they're practice. a little bit more advanced with the, the recovery and yeah. you know, with the massages and, and it's, Martin's doing all kinds of stuff, you know, I watch his stories yeah. He's over there, like get, getting blood taken out, and and uh, I think he's raw fig and, and like those cups. And do you do all yeah. those in Malaysia too? Yeah, I do all those, but I don't do like the blood stuff. That's a little bit high advanced, I would say. But yeah, I do a lot of like recovery, like the Norma Tech boots. I do that too. We have it here in Malaysia. My sponsor, uh, their name is Recovery Hub. They have this cryotherapy, Norma Tech, and all this stuff. They have all these things here. Uh, it's just I don't post because when I do it, I'm sleeping, you know, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Well, what do you see happening in this fight coming up in uh, against well, man, Karaki? I, you know, what type of fight? You, you mentioned that he's a grappler. He's aggressive. Is that going to play into your hands? Do you believe like a guy that's over aggressive? I don't know. I fought guys who are over aggressive and I fought guys who are really good. And I fought guys who are really technical. Uh, and I think I can say I'm like experienced, but at the same time, I cannot underestimate anyone else. I'm just looking forward to fighting the best Karaki there is. And um, yeah, man, uh, every time you lose, you're going to come back a little bit weaker in your head, but you're going to be stronger somewhere when you dig in deep. So I think I'm just going to go in that fight, digging in deep and pushing the pace. No? That's it. I'm going to look forward to go to the ground, stand up, whatever it is, I got to work. Right, War, bro. Well, That's what we want. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it, man. December 6th, one championship yes. mark mark of greatness. Uh, yes. KL, Malaysia. Uh, thank you so much for the time, thank man. You, uh, definitely uh, uh, catch up afterwards and, and hopefully you, yeah. know, you figure out where you're going to go. And, and, and I'm excited to see, like, your progression even after this fight to you know where you go somewhere else and, Thanks, and do bro. your camp you're awesome <laughs> <laughs>